Another episode of Girl Chat. How are Woo-hoo! you, Vicky? Good. How are you? Doing well. Busy, busy for a Monday. Yes, but always good. And this is always like the free time, the the moment of just. Uh, this is like my creative outlet. I love yes, podcasting. I totally <laughs> agree, and I love Mondays. I know a lot of people are like, "Ugh, Monday," but I love it. It's fresh start to the week. I get to start over. Typically after having a relaxing Sunday and we did. And so I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go on Mondays. Yeah. It was gorgeous yesterday. Like I told Eric, I was like, this is the most perfect day. Can it just be like this all the time? I know I was thankful Sarah Catherine had a soccer game. And so, you know, that really got me outside in the beginning of the day. And, um, and I did, I soaked up the sun. Yeah. All of it. It was 82 degrees. There was a breeze blowing. We didn't have the humidity like we do in the summer. Like we took a picnic, went to the park, just sat out at Freedom Park and um, nice. people watched. <laughs> yes, the best. All the little kids. <laughs> My dad does by. that at the mall. Yeah. The best are the little kids. And this one little boy was on like a, I think he was on his bike and like he ran through the dirt pile that was right in front of us and like got off his bike to get down in the dirt. Wow. His hands. It was so cute. But yeah, super fun. It was a good way to relax and get recharged. And I did the same thing. I feel recharged for today. So going into today, I feel like I felt good. I'm like, yes, Monday, new week, lots of good things happening. um, Lots of things to do, but totally awesome. Yeah, great. But I thought we should start out first because we have not talked about this. And I know we've processed on this, uh, what we went to a couple of weeks ago, we went to reflect with Holly mm-hmm. Furtick and uh, just thought it'd be really cool to kind of share our experience with that. And, you know, what our takeaway, you know, each of us had a different, you know, even though we had the same experience, I'm sure we each walked away with like a different takeaway. Uh, so for me, the, just for, just to kind of set things up, um, it was on a Friday night. It was like at yeah. seven o'clock. Uh, it was at uh, Elevation, Elevation Church in Valentine. And uh, what Reflect is, is this big women's event that Holly has once a year. And um, it's just for women. So it was just a really, um, a really good evening. And I got a lot out of like everything from the praise and worship side. Like that was really good for me just to be in the atmosphere of music. Um, we ended up meeting a girl in line, which was kind of cool and talked to her for a while because we had to get there an hour and a half early (laughs) (laughs) and because we want to make sure that we got like a good seat, you know? And, um, I don't know, just the whole evening was like nothing but uplifting and positive and, and Holly right off the bat talked about fitness, which totally spoke to us both. I know. I mean, I took a lot away from that, but like just really embracing who we are as women and Mm -hmm. that, you know, our reflection comes from the inside and reflects out. And, um, she just really, you know, talked about that and about, you know, how God sees us and how he wants us to see, to see us the way he sees us. And I think that was just a really good reminder. Um, and that was kind of, that's kind of my, in a, (laughs) you want to just box up and put a ribbon on it. That's that, that was my takeaway from the whole evening, but just really awesome. 
Yeah. Um, I thought it was awesome as well. Um, and I guess the biggest one, and I even say she gave us three prayers mm-hmm. at the end of the night and she really challenged us to do it for 30 days. And it was, um, it was, you know, Lord, help me see myself the way you see me, um, help me see others the way that you see them. And then there's one more. Yeah. I was going to um, say, I have them right here. Yeah. Uh, oh, yours, help me myself. Others. And then the other one is help me see you talking about the Lord for who you really for who are. You are. Yes. Um, those were huge for me. And I even like, when I even find myself either getting upset about something somebody's done or um, upset with myself for, you know, not following through or, um, or whatever it is, I just say that quickly, Lord, help me see that person the way you see them or Lord, help me see myself the way you see me. And it immediately, like my heart, it's almost like, you can almost physically feel it turn like, and those were probably my biggest takeaways. I, I, it's not that, you know, we've talked about this before on this podcast. We're so much more alike than we all realize. And we all had these same struggles and my God with social media. I mean, she hit it too. The amount of pressure we put on ourselves to perform is um, it's gross to me. <laughs> like I was just said, disgusting. She didn't use that word, but it is like, to me, I'm just like the amount of pressure we put on ourselves to show this outward appearance. And then when I, and then when you see it, you can see it in your, in your, um, peer group and your friends, like you see the, um, the desire to be seen and the desire to be heard. And, um, there was a scripture and I don't know if it's right there on your card. Is it second Corinthians? Yeah, but I think but I have it, it up said, on my mirror. <laughs> yes. On your mirror. Cause I have it it's on, on my mirror. It's up on my mirror. Second Corinthians. It's in second Corinthians. And it talks about how we meet, we are to reflect the glory of God. And, um, and that, that's just like, ever since then, that has been, and I feel like ours, like even with our podcast is just been our motive. And, um, and it was just such a night of, um, I think a lot of times as women, and as far as we've come, we, um, we downgrade ourselves and this is going to even in the second part of our podcast, when we talk about hormones and the, the, um, our bodies and what they're, what's going on hormonally and emotionally and mentally, like this segues right into that. God created us and he created us, um, such a complex being. And I know I've spoken about this before and how amazing it is what he's done, but as women, how wonderful we really are. And, but it's because of him and for us to downplay or downgrade who we are, you're downgrading him and he wants us to reflect him. And if we're always putting ourselves down or always comparing ourselves to someone else or always coveting or jealousy or what, whatever it is, it's a reflection of 
how you feel about your father. And we need a new, um, we need a new insight on, um, or I should say even a daily insight of really who your father is, because that's who, that's who you ultimately want to reflect, you know, or should, should want to reflect. Um, so I think that's what I took away the most, those three prayers that she really challenged us. Um, I, I don't agree with you on the whole social media thing with the, and she referred to it as begging, like, yes, it's, it's that's that what begging. Was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the word begging for attention. Yeah. And now, and when she said that, I was like, huh, okay. <sighs> and ever since then, I have literally like completely down, stepped right? back. Yeah. Like just I've put it back. down mm-hmm. and not Me too. It, yeah. And not putting the focus on it. Like, yes. Do I get on there and post things? Yes. Absolutely. Um, do I share things 100%? Do I every day now have this drive to be on social media in the morning from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed and make sure, oh my right. gosh, I didn't say anything today. I didn't share anything today. I didn't filter this today. Like mm-hmm. it's just getting to that point now where it's like, there's a, rel- there's a piece that's come ever since then when it comes to social media and just not feeling that like drive that I that I have had for so long this drive to show up drive to and I just it's just changed so yeah yeah, I think I think when she used those words like those really that really stuck with me and Mm -hmm. and I've been able to maintain that like level of like awareness yeah level of of self-awareness of saying like hey that's that's not really what you need to be consumed with. Or well, concerned it's about. technology and technology yeah. is amazing. And I, and we should oh, we be super that. grateful for how fast and, and how fast we're moving and what we have at our fingertips and all that. But there's a perversion to everything and it can be perverted. And that's what Satan ultimately does to everything that's good is, you know, is perverted. And, um, and she, yeah, when she used the word begging, I thought, Wow. That is exactly what everybody's doing. We're begging mm-hmm. for attention. We're begging for likes. We're begging for a new body. We're begging for a new whatever, just constant. And it is right there at your fingertips. And um, and so yeah, that was that was great insight. Yeah, it was it just it has completely changed my whole viewpoint of it. So like I think that just by itself was huge. Um, and then of course the other aspect of was um it was the first time that Holly Furtick is the first one that I had really, as far as a female pastor, for the longest time, I couldn't listen to any, I couldn't listen to a woman talk about God, preach about God, share about God. Like I would only listen to Stephen Furtick. Like he's the only one I would allow, like to say anything and I would hear. And I, and Eric can even vouch for it. Cause as soon as I'd see something Mm -hmm. else, I'd shut it off. I'm like, nope. And especially if it was her, I was like, no way, like (laughs) not happening. Like if you'd ask me, and if you haven't listened to our podcast before <laughs> you this, you would not know what we're talking right. about, but we came out of a church where the, the leader was a woman and it completely took it away from her husband. And, um, and so you'd have to, you have to go back and listen to, um, to some of our ones before this to really understand. So yeah, early on. So that's what, that's what that's all about. That comes from that. But, but like to, if you'd asked me three years ago that I'd come and sit in like, and not only come and sit, but I'm like texting Leah, we got to go to glow. I mean, uh, we got, we got to go to reflect. You do have to go, go to, to glow. <laughs> yeah. We got to go to reflect and, um, we got to make this a girl's night. And if mm-hmm. you would tell me that I would be going to church on a Friday night out of choice, like out of pure desire 
right desire because I want to be in that atmosphere and I want to be where there's music that fills my soul like Mm. that was I was not in that place for the longest time and all the times years prior to that it was mandatory and I have to and you know all this stuff but like this ultimate like desire to just go and be in that environment like that was a big step for me personally Mm -hmm. and like it would just that was a very significant moment for me as far as growth because you know um that's one thing we've been talking about this year and really focused on in these in our episodes have been like confidence and um growth and you know just being open um and and being willing um and this for me was all of that and mm-hmm. i grew a lot just in that in that night and i don't know that she'll ever know the impact that she's had on my life but uh she definitely has and um and that was just an amazing experience and I appreciate it. And, uh, I think now it's just really helped set the, set the stage or set the pace for me moving forward. Everything from what I do daily with social media to, you know, like the three prayers you talked about that we use every day in our life, you know, looking at those, I have them out in front of me every day as reminders, um, and how I want to live my life and how I want to do it differently. Yeah. So, you know, I just, uh, super grateful. For that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So let's segue into, this is going to be like a one, this is probably going to be a two part. Um, we'll do the first part this week and maybe next week or the next, um, do the second part. But I want to talk about on the fitness and health side, um, just perimenopause and menopause. So to our, um, to our women that are still, you know, still actively menstruating and then hitting, um, and ones that aren't (laughs) and, um, just the, um, just the appreciation that I want to speak on in behalf of the female body. And, um, I think a lot of times, even from, um, you know, childhood or whether it's our, our moms talking about it or, you know, um, the degrading side of just the words we hear out of people's mouth, but like we should own our femininity and we should appreciate the cycle that our body goes through. And, um, this kind of taps into the, um, you know, the physical, the mental and the spiritual and how they're connected and what you're, you know, what you're fed is internally speaking to your body too. So it's, you know, it, it all is all an outcome. Um, but I wanted to go through the first couple weeks of menstruation and what your body's telling you, what your hormones are doing, what this speaks to about nutrition, what you should be doing, you know, physically, um, why you feel the way you do, you know, it's like, I'm actually shocked at the amount of difficulty that we have through this and nobody goes to like, talk about it or research it or, figure it out. I mean, just for the longest time, I'm just like, uh, you know, it's, it's the, uh, my period's coming or, you know, <laughs> God, or you've got some male in your life that is like, are you on your period? And you're just like, really? Like, you know, like I need that right now. Um, so I'm going to, even if we just get through week one, 
Okay. I want to tell you what your body's doing week one. And then Celia's going to speak to some other things. Okay. I, well, so, and I'll speak to it from a personal perspective because I can tell you, like, I've lived it. So Leah can yeah. tell you from like, from perimenopause and menopause, like I've lived both. So right. early, like not before I'm supposed to. So, and not knowing what's going on right? because you, no one talks about it. Right. Yo, I'm you telling you, doctors <laughs> don't even, doctors do not have, they are not taught this. Like your primary care, she, other than what she's experienced, and if she's a woman, half the time it's a man, like she doesn't even know other than her experiences. And so a lot of times it's finding these functional doctors that really dive into um, helping you and, um, and, you know, fighting your way through it and trying to figure it out. Um, okay, so let's go through week one. So week one, boom, you start your period. So that's your day one that starts your week one. Now, whether you're, you know, you, your menstrual cycle can be anywhere from what, like 26 to 31 days. And I am not a doctor. We're going to make this disclaimer right now. This podcast is not meant for any kind of diagnosis or claim. Like we are not doctors. We are just giving you information, personal experience. And so please speak to your doctor, find a functional medicine doctor that you, you know, you can trust and that type of thing. Done. Okay. Week one. So, um, week one, day one, you know, you start to, you start bleeding, you have your first, whatever, all your hormones are low. So progesterone, it's gone. It's nowhere to be seen right now. Estrogen's low, testosterone's low. You're crampy, you're achy. Like this is when I tell people it's okay. It's okay to take a day off of weights. It's okay to take a nap. Your body wants rest and recovery this first day. Now I recommend getting out and moving. This is when you want to do your long walks, your, or like, you know, three shorter distance walks, but movement, movement's going to help the hips. It's going to help the uterus. It's going to help just flow that type of thing, but it's day one and you don't probably don't feel much of doing anything. Um, and so this would be now, if you are going to work out, this would be your, this whole week is like a moderate, moderate load, moderate volume, um, you know, nothing too intense, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So we get on down, we've started our first day's a little rough, but then as we go on through the week, whether you're, you know, a five day cycle, seven day cycle, whatever, as you get down, say day three, day four, you're starting to end your estrogen's coming back. So this is when your estrogen's going up. Like it's, and this is where we get all this. So your estrogen is your natural fillers. Think about this. So plumpy cheeks, like lip filler, whitened eyes. Like this is what our estrogen is giving us. And we need to focus on the good things, like the good things that these hormones do do for us. So our estrogen's up. We're heading into week two. We have finished our period. We're heading into week two. Estrogen's up. Testosterone's up. Like we're, we're feeling like this is your super woman, super power week. <laughs> week two, girl, you got this. Like this is the time where this is your only week of a testosterone boost. Not that your testosterone ever goes away, but this is when it's at its highest. This is when you should be going for that, you know, like that good heaviness in the gym. You can lift heavy. You should feel like really powerful, like five to seven rep range. Um, you're, you know, you're going to feel that estrogen boost. 
Um, your brain is running on all cylinders. This is just your, you know, cause a lot of times and even my clients will tell me this. So say like, there's like one week and I know I've told Celia this, there's like <laughs> one week out of the month. I feel myself, I feel leaner, you know, like this is your week. Like this is your, this is number two. This is where, um, everything seems to be like going well. The main thing on this week that we have to be careful of is this would be the week that I would tell you not to do um, like hit training. So this is your joints, your ligaments, all that's loose. You're like loosey goosey. This would be the time where you could have an injury because you feel so good, but yet your ligaments and your joints are still kind of feeling that up because your, your hormones have all of a sudden gone straight up and you're like, whoo, I feel great. But this would be the time where that you would back off a of hit training. You would just do the heavy weights and maybe some long distance cardio or some low intensity cardio. Um, and so I'll kind of stop there. Those are your first two weeks, but that week two is like, you're feeling good and you should take advantage of it. I love this so much because I think this is so helpful. We can bounce over to my experience a little bit from, um, I would say for, for perimenopause or premenopausal um, mm-hmm. state, uh, for me, I, I remember having, you know, I remember my periods and I remember having that. And then I remember when things started to shift and change. And so I think the reason we're giving you this information is so that, you know, there's a lot of information out there, but just something that you can like, can really break it, break it down for you so that you're aware of your own body. Cause I think that's the biggest thing Yes, is, is that you are self-aware to know when something's off. Mm-hmm. Don't, and don't second guess yourself. Like if you know, you've had, like, I started my period when I was 11 and that went on, um, pretty normal, had my son at 25, things are still normal, nothing crazy. I was a seven day girl. Like mine was seven days. Um, actually I probably was like the first two days that they, it would hit me would be really, really hard. Hard. Um, yeah, I had a really rough, rough time. Then in my mid thirties, it got, it started to change and I would have like, I can remember I can remember it to the point where I was so, I was in a meeting and, and, and Leah will jump more into this kind of when we get into the next, when we get closer to this part, but I can remember noticing things in my body that were different. I remember sitting in a, in a sales meeting, I'm with all men in a sales meeting. And all of a sudden I felt a gush and I was like, yeah. Oh, snap. No. what is this? Like, what is going on? And I quickly wrapped my jacket and y'all, it was like a floodgate. Like it was the crate I'd never experienced. And then we were traveling. And it was out of nowhere. Like it was, I'd already have, a, it was I already had my period. It was out of nowhere. It was just like crazy. So I would, and I started to have things like this happen. Mm-hmm. So I started taking note. And then in 2010, I did a fitness competition. I'd gone to, uh, this is, let's see. Yeah. This is the one that I did. Uh, where was it? My, I remember. Mohegan, I remember Mohegan it, Sun. I don't, yes. It was the Mohegan Sun. It was filmed. Like I can go back and find the video. Mm-hmm. I was so like, I was surprised at my body because my body had never been that ripped. Like in the sense of, I was so muscular that this was another thing I noticed. So like, I'm taking note of all Mm -hmm. the things and changes that are happening. Which you have to do. Let me stop you for a second. Yeah. This is what you need. And this is what I'm teaching my daughters and other young females. Like 
you need to pay attention. You need to, whether it's through an app, whether it's through journaling, through that, like learn your body, listen to your body, like take notes. Like you should know, like she said, I'm a seven day girl. I've ever, I've always been a seven day girl. Like you should know that. And you should be aware of so that when something isn't right or something is off, you, you know it. And you realize, well, this is not very unusual. Let me write it down or let me take note of this. Um, okay, go ahead. Yeah, so that that's what I would tell you too. I would just like reiterate that. Like mm-hmm. take note, mental note, write it down. Keep it notes in your phone, put it in a journal, put it on your calendar. Like um, that's how I, I started noting like things that were happening that were different that I didn't recognize or that seemed weird. And I will never forget because y'all had competed for, up to this point, I probably had competed for five years and I had done like over 15 competitions or so. So I knew my body pretty well. And I knew that the, the what I had followed, traditionally followed for um, prep and all that kind of stuff. Like I know what my body, how it would turn up, like how it would show up. Like I knew right, by following right. this, it would show up. You know what way. to expect. Right. right. Well, I show up and I'm like, what is, like, what is going on? Like I have, like, I look like I have so much more muscle and I'm more vascular and like, just was a weird I was just a really strange place. Also at that time, my hair was doing something whack. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was like, I had, I, some of my hair was falling out. Like it had gotten really thin. Like it just like, my hair wasn't right. My skin wasn't right. Like all these different things are happening. So this was in March of 2010. I get back from the competition. Usually after competition, there's a period of time where, you uh, bounce back or where you, you all of a sudden, like a couple weeks in, you'll start to put on a little bit of the weight that you had let go of uh, Mm -hmm. to lean out. So, well, girl, I didn't just gain on a couple pounds. Like I was, I jumped, I jumped. Like it was like a, like, I can't even tell you it. I jumped like in like, we're talking guys like 20 pounds. I mean, 20, 30 pounds. Like I was at yeah, 150. It was immediate. Yeah. I was yeah. At like, and my body isn't meant to carry that kind of weight. No. And I remember Leah would, we, she could, we couldn't figure it out. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's not my, cause I went, I was like, well, maybe I need to just go back to my nutrition plan and follow it again, like competing plan. So that's what I did. I went back to that plan following the, nothing was changing. Y'all I was wearing double sweats and Leah can attest to it double sweats and getting on the climb out at the gym to sweat it out. And nothing was nothing nothing, happening. Yeah. Nothing. So I knew at that point, something was not right. And that's when I decided to go to a gynecologist. And uh, I remember going in and looking at her and saying, there is something wrong with me. (laughs) There is something wrong with me. Like fix it. And she's like, there is nothing wrong with you this is, this is normal. Normal. Like, this is not normal. Like I kept telling her this is not. And all I can remember at that point is people have been talking about getting blood work and they're like, make sure you get your blood work. Like that was the kick yeah. for a long time was get your blood work taken. Like know what's yeah. in your blood. You know, it's important to your eating and your exercise. And so I just looked at her and I said, have my blood taken. And she's like, you really don't need to do that. And I'm like, no, I need my blood. So I stood up yeah. for myself and fought for that. She mm-hmm. took my blood. And I got a call later that I needed to come back in because I was perimenopausal and that's what was going on. Had I not stood up for myself, I would have still been dealing with all of that mess and feeling lost and frustrated and scared. 
mm-hmm. and sad, so sad because right. I didn't feel like myself. So I say all that to say, pay attention to signs, symptoms, things that your body's telling you. Don't be afraid to speak up for yourself. Um, yeah, don't be afraid. Right. Don't be afraid to demand. And if you're, you really will sometimes with some of these doctors to get your blood work done and for them to actually look at, um, you know, your lab work, you, you do have to go to somebody that, um, that really knows you have to research and find somebody that really knows what they're talking about and has dealt with, um, these types of situations. And there, there are more and more of them popping up everywhere, but yeah, don't, don't just sit back and let them tell you, nope, everything looks fine. Like, well, it's not fine for me. Like, right. You, you know, when something's off or you, you know, when your body's changing, but especially if you've, if you've taken note and you've watched your cycle and you, you know, you've gone through it, you know, when it's, um, when it's off. And I, and just so you know, I was 36 when that happened. So like, Right. So this can happen. This, it doesn't have to be in your fifties, in your forties. I thought, yeah, because start- I thought everything started then. I was like, oh, I got like, you know, all these years before menopause even takes place. Right. Well, and I, and this speaks to another note of chronic dieting. I mean, you were dieting for such an ex- like long period of time and that takes a toll. I mean, you know, that that's why we, we've learned over the years, what chronic dieting and, and yo-yoing and going up and down, which these competitions you do, you know, it's like, um, the toll that it does take on your body. And, um, and we weren't meant to like these 1200 calorie diets and under, like you were not meant to live on that and you will strip your estrogen really quick. I will give you that, um, upfront when you're chronically dieting and you're, you know, you're under 1200 calories and all that, like you can kiss your estrogen goodbye. Like, and you don't want to trust me. You do not want to. No. And we even talked about like, even from the years with the dieting, um, you know, early, like when we started competing, like there was no paid, nobody paid attention to, you know, chicken being organic (laughs) or hormone free. Like God only knows how much of, cause we ate so much chicken and so many eggs and the amount of protein that we were, that I was ingesting and probably not even realizing like the hormones, even from that, like, you know, well, what nobody talked about it when we started yeah. and we're talking about yeah. years of competing. So yeah. who knows how much of the food I was eating was actually contributing to the imbalances. Like there's so many things that could have been going on. Well, so. and the lack, the lack of food and then the lack of, um, just like, micronutrients like minerals and vitamins because we you you know you pretty much were on these bodybuilder diets that it was just a lot of protein (laughs) and just regular like regular staples that you didn't really now eat everything and it's just in moderation but like back then it was just like chicken broccoli brown rice like it was the same meal like (laughs) and it's like oh my god I feel so sorry for my younger self that I put you through that like that Mm -hmm. was just so unhealthy um but all that plays a role like all that takes a toll on your body um and so it makes me laugh now because I'm like god no, I feel the same way. Like, I'm so glad now, like I have a better relationship with food than I ever have. And better um, appreciation. 
for yeah. food, for your body, for your health. Like, yeah. I just, I wish that I would have been raised to appreciate, um, you know, our, our physical being, um, not to mention what it plays on your mental and your emotional health. Um, but I have found myself like just really relishing the fact of, um, of taking care, taking care of, you know, instead of diminishing or, um, or looking down on, or, you know, that side of things like um, totally flip the coin. Yes. Comparing it to somebody else, not appreciating, appreciating your build, what you were created for, like, um, I think now, like we even talked about this self-acceptance and love, like I do have a love for myself now. And like, um, and I, I do have an appreciation for what my body can do. And so I I think it's, you know, it's really getting to that place. And I'm saying this at 48, you know, like it's taken me a long time to get to this place. Like I didn't appreciate that I could move in the ways that I do. I didn't appreciate that I'm built the way I am. If I was built any different, I don't think I'd be able to move the way I move. So it's just like, just appreciation that I'm appreciating the fact that I had my son at 25, like, you know, that I got to be a mom. Like I appreciate all of that. And so Mm -hmm. I, I really, as a woman, like, you know, taking it all in and, and just, you know, being thankful and grateful for, for, you know, my body and, and how it moves. And I would just encourage everyone to, you know, whatever age you are, you know, love, love the body you've been given and loving it means taking care of it and appreciating Mm -hmm. what it offers and, um, and, you know, let go of the, uh, let go of the things you think that you should look like or be, you know, just let go of it. Um, because you can live in such a state of trying to reach something that you were never even meant to do physically because you were built for who you are right now. Yeah. And I think we can push ourselves. And I think I have, I have no problem training athletes. I have no problem if a woman wants to do a show, but we have every bit the way to do it now differently than the way we did it early in our early twenties. Um, right. And so, um, you know, I think we can all push ourselves and, and challenge ourselves, but, um, but appreciate your body. Gosh, love it. Yeah. Good conversation. Yeah. Today was great. <laughs> And this is only part one. And we may end up having like a couple of episodes that talk about hormones and, um, and physical body. But, um, uh, I just think that this, like you had said at the beginning, like this is conversation that isn't always talked about. It's kind of still, it's out there somewhat, but it's still kind of hidden. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, I just think it's important. I wish somebody had been able to share with me. Me too. Me too. I really do. I wish mm-hmm. somebody had said, Hey, you're okay. It's all right. You know? Yeah. Um, and so I just, uh, we hope that you feel encouraged through this episode. And if you have questions or topics or anything you want us to like jump on and talk about or discuss, you know, feel free, hit us up, DM us, you know, send us a message, let us know. But we are so glad that you tuned in for another episode. So Leah, where can they find us? Yes. So you can find us at CP Method. Um, on Instagram, you can find us at it seals smart and Leah Elizabeth underscore V. Sweet. All right, y'all take care. Have a wonderful week and we will talk to you again soon.